Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody welcome to the wednesday edition of the nba slate starter podcast i'm eric joined by my buddy ryan as we break down the nine game dfs slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. uh did you get as much corkmas in the world as you wanted uh james johnson i know you got you had plenty of time for that one uh it's the story of stars and scrubs how are you doing buddy uh there's some couple stars i'm waiting on a late night uh led by nicole yogic dame lillard paul george Kawhi leonard there's a lot of stars uh, waiting in the wings in my lineups. So we shall see if those guys can prevail. I was pretty heavy on uh, Kawhi versus the Washington matchup. Uh, we shall see if that comes through for me. How's the stand-up scene today? You doing well? That's, yeah, going well. You know, uh, you know, rough crowd, sometimes a great crowd. It all depends on the crowd. It's never the guy who's doing the uh, comedy. It's the crowd's in the YouTube crowd. chat. Let's just be serious. Uh, the comment section, if you will. Uh, before you get down there and, and, and write uh, whether Rinpack is the funniest guy you know or not, probably not, but I love you so much. Uh, go to that bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live. You ready to party, my dude? Let's do it. Let's party. Uh, so we are right now in the middle of this slate. We're, we're getting between the, uh, uh, the what would it be on the East Coast? It would be between 9 and 10 o'clock, uh, right, before, right before the late slate gets going. So, so we're getting a little bit to it. Uh, we'll see kind of who's on the back-to-backs and such. I'm going to start on FanDuel today because I feel like being different. Uh, contrarian, if you will. Steph Curry, $10,000 sitting on the top end. Trey Young, 9600 Both of them are going to be coming on back-to-backs. We are very aware of that. We'll see kind of how everything finishes out. Trey Young was going absolutely nuts here in the middle of this third quarter. So we'll see what that fantasy total ends up being. Tougher matchup against Boston, but still very gettable. And Steph Curry against the Pacers, that should be a fun one too. Uh, John Wall, after coming off of disappointing the entire universe, 8,500 up against Cleveland. Uh, so now we have an elevated price tag and a slower matchup. So that's enjoyable. And Malcolm Brogdon will loop him in as well, 8,200. And I'll say LaMelo Ball because he's 7,800 over there. I'm assuming that's going to be much cheaper than we see on DraftKings. Uh, what are your leans up top here at point guard? No, on point guard, obviously we got we got Trey and we got Steph versus Indiana, John Wall. Um, with the depleted Houston team against Cleveland, all stand out to me. I think uh, I think I'm probably going to lean with the probably um, in terms of upside and matchup, all things put together. It's going to tough for me not to consider a, a potential Trey Young. Uh, I, I like Trey Young 9600. We know the shot volumes there. He's playing a good game today. We'll see if those um, recency bias people jump to him, and we'll see what the projected ownership comes in. Especially on Fanduel, I think we can definitely target him there. 
Over there in DK, up top, we got LeBron, Curry, Trey. Lamella Ball's uh, up there as well. So he's earned an $8,900 price tag against a tough Phoenix matchup. So keep that in mind. I like John Wall's price over there and Malcolm Brogdon's price, respectively. 83 and 8,200. Studs of LeBron and Curry and Trey. I think LeBron is always going to be in play versus Utah, uh, especially as long as Anthony Davis is not going to be there. He needs to carry the shoulder um load on the shoulder for this team this team's lost three in a row four or five like lost four or five the team is not good without anthony davis um now they they need to get some wins under the belt before the all-star break without him so we shall see how lebron fares in this utah matchup keep in mind uh there's a big health and protocol situation in san antonio that i just want to highlight rudy gay is out uh, demar Derozan's out devin vassell's out kellen johnson's out Derek white is out uh, so there's going to be some minutes that open up and some usage open up for guys like DeJounte Murray and Patrick Mills. Patty Mills. I don't know why I said Patrick Mills, Patrick. but Patty Mills. He, he is definitely Patrick. He's an Aussie. You know, why not? But uh, um, I'm going to like um, targeting uh, DeJounte Murray. All right, now back up guys. from your mic for a second. You just got super hot again. There we go. And we're back. Continue. <laughs> I think DeJounte Murray is someone uh, could uh, we can definitely consider um, tomorrow. Love it. Yeah, I, going through that entire situation is going to be the key to your day in a lot of ways. It's going to be hard to get away from building with two of them in every lineup for the most part. There's just so much opportunity to go around, and it's a bad OKC team. It'd be one thing if it was like a really good team that was just going to blow them out of the water or something, but we've seen multiple times where you have these smaller condensed rotations, and it is going to be very, very hard not to... Uh, jump on board for for all of these other pieces. Like Lonnie Walker is going to really really pop, and none of their prices, especially over on Fanduel, haven't even been touched. So I'm I'm very very curious what the ownership is going to be for a lot of those guys. Uh, you know, at least Lonnie Walker's 3700 on DK, but still going to be super popular. Kate's Bates Diop was uh was the Timberwolves' own finest. Uh, that's a that's a blast from the past for me. So I'm happy to roster that guy at 3K. Uh, I'm I'm going to probably get to a little bit there, but get ready for for a lot of San Antonio chalk on this slate. Uh, looking up and down the rest of the range, it gets it gets a little hairy down on the bottom end like it normally does, but man, Saban Lee. Uh, Saban Tooth Tiger. I just made up that just now. I enjoyed that. Uh, can I patent that? You might need to. You might be ahead of the curve there. So, I mean, Saban Lee, I think, versus New Orleans, 3,800 on DK. Exciting play for sure. Obviously, shooting very efficiently today. His price tag worked out pretty well. To target already got, like, I believe he's at 20 fantasy points at halftime. So you'll take that at today's 3,200. $600 is a lot. I mean, nine games late, you can do a lot with $600. We'll see um, what uh, ends up happening. Maybe he has another uh, much superior game to Dennis Smith Jr. Maybe Casey Rosen as the starter. Uh, we can go there, but uh, it'll be tough to uh, see what Saban Lee's ownership is going to come in, especially in a nine game slate. Uh, if he comes off two back to back efficient games, I'd be willing to hop off. I just tweeted it, so now it's mine. Saban Tooth Tiger. I didn't want to lose. I didn't want to lose that one as we were going along. All right, let's jump over to shooting guard before we before we get too off the rails like I normally try to do with you. Uh, Zach Levine, ninety six hundred up top. Donovan Mitchell, eighty seven hundred. Fred Van Vliet. Uh, we just saw Lowry get downgraded to doubtful and removed, and they're just getting pounded by the Sixers right now. We'll see how that ends up uh, all sorting out. But Van Vliet, eighty six hundred, obviously would have interest only if Lowry were to be out once more. Uh, 
Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 8,500 against this beat up San Antonio team, makes for a good run back. Not that I'm ever trying to stack too much in NBA DFS, pretty much never. Just throwing that out there for anybody curious. And Jalen Brown, 8,400, uh, guy that I never really get to a lot of, uh, but definitely put up an upside against New Orleans last time out, and then he's playing right now, so he'll be on a back to back. We'll see how it all pans out here, but uh, kind of a, a bunched little grouping up here for for shooting guard over on DraftKings. Who do you prefer? Yeah, there's going to be some uh, first-time All-Stars that are playing tomorrow after Levine got named as an All-Star and Jalen Brown got named as an All-Star, much deserved. Devin Booker did not get named as an All-Star, but I do think he'd be a leading candidate to potentially replace Anthony Davis, who's going to be out. But we'll see who gets that last spot in the West. Uh, And Julius Randle got named one, uh, well-deserved over there uh, on the East as well. So Levine, SGA, 9,800, 7,500 respectively on FanDuel. I like Levine uh, taking on his former team. Uh, I like that uh, 9800 price tag. I know it's expensive, but I like targeting guys against Minnesota. It might be expensive. I think it might be kind of unique, but he has potential to get uh, north of 50 fantasy points against Minnesota. We'll be playing with a new coach. Uh, we'll see what the rotations look like with the new coach after today. One games are tough to build off of it. But I think going all the way down to Lonnie Walker, who Damian Lee um, mentioned on the uh, – NBA Top Shot podcast recently and spiked Lonnie Walker's uh, Top Shot value instantly. So now he's 3,500, going to get a ton of run with no DDR, no Derek White. I think we can definitely consider Lonnie Walker versus Oklahoma City at the Mint on FanDuel. Over there in DK, uh, at the shooting guard spot, Levine, SGA, lead the way, 95 and uh, 9,600, 8,500, followed by Brown and Malcolm Brockman, who's shooting guard eligibility. I like that at $8,200. Devin Booker potentially fighting for a all-star spot at $8,300. I, I think we can definitely consider Booker. Maybe Monty Williams wants him to get it. Maybe the uh, team wants him to find a way to force feed some shots, but that's all speculation. Uh, but Lonnie Walker is probably going to be my favorite play as a value option on DK. $3,700 shooting guard and small forward eligibility. Tough to uh, not to like that. I like that uh, much better than, um, a $3,800 save in Lee. I think Lonnie Walker at that price tag makes quite a bit of sense to me. Other value options, Pat, uh, Patty Mills is 4300 who has um, shooting guard eligibility, should be considered as well. Outside of that, in the mid-tier, we got like a ton of mid-tier options that could obviously spike in upside. Guys like Kobe White, who showed out last time out, I think against Minnesota, we can definitely go there. Uh, Andrew Wiggins versus a um, Indiana team. And uh, I think... Malik Beasley versus Chicago should all be uh, guys that we can all consider in the mid-tier. Beasley's had three uh, really poor games of late. Uh, They are playing Milwaukee right now. He's up to 20 fantasy points in 12 minutes of play, I believe. So I think Malik Beasley should definitely be considered versus Chicago. I also am looking at Houston at shooting guard. We've got David Nwaba, Ben McLemore, 5,100, 3,200. Oladipo and Gordon are both questionable right now. Dante Exum is going to continue to be out. There's going to be a lot of backcourt minutes that are going to exist for Houston that are kind of up for grabs. Uh, Nwaba is up to 5,100 on DraftKings. That's not like super fun on this slate when you have guys for cheaper, but I think that makes for a nice tournament play. Uh, kind of in that range. Mason Jones, who uh, started putting up a little bit of stuff in random places at times. I don't know. He's going to have to play minutes. Somebody's going to have to play minutes there at shooting guards. So uh, what's the deal? with? I'm trying to do you with the microphone. It was not good. Uh, I'm hoping that we... we I mean, it's going to be a great tournament, 
slate. Can I just say that? Like, there's going to be so much condensed ownership for San Antonio. Uh, we have Tyler Hero, who's questionable. We have uh, all these other dudes for Houston that are questionable. Uh, you get down, you still have Russ, uh, Graham's going to be out. Schroeder's going to continue to be out. Like, there's going to be a lot of spots where you can get some low, low, low-owned tournament pivots. Can we go back to Taylor Horton Tucker? We can definitely go back to Taylor Horton Tucker. We can chase that upside game. And in tournaments, definitely, we should definitely be considering chasing an upside in Taylor Horton Tucker. I, that's how I feel about him. Yeah, um, shooting guard over on FanDuel. Well, I guess I'm just bringing it up because you got KCP, who's still 3,700 down there. I expect for him coming off of 39 minutes the last time out to continue to have some ownership. I mean, obviously, overtime boosted that by five, but that's still 34, 35 minutes of a guy who uh, needs to shoot the ball. Like, somebody's got to shoot the ball for them. And I, I'm hoping that it's going to be Taylor T- Horton Tucker at some point because, one, he's got an awesome name. Two, he went to Iowa State. And three, I think he can ball. So I'm, I'm excited to hopefully eventually see him play 20 plus minutes but maybe that won't be tomorrow uh anybody else you want to talk about is shooting guard uh no i think we can hop on over to the small forward spot all right guys if you're listening to us on any of the podcast networks uh just make sure that you go down to the bottom and leave us a five-star review uh put a couple of things put a couple nice things uh how, how much you enjoy rin pack stand up how much you enjoy my lovely smile and my mannerisms as i freak out every time he says the words buddy healed or Draymond Green, which are basically buzzwords for me. If you enjoy such things, uh, make sure you leave us a five-star review. And if you're feeling extra advantageous, go over to awesome.com slash join NBA, check out a couple of our packages, and stop guessing and start winning because uh, things are happening over here. Uh, Rinpack, uh, Buzzard, Baker. I mean, we have we have all the horses in the stable, so make sure that you uh, you take a look over there and see the best product that we have uh, going right or the best product in the industry that is going today uh, over at awesome.com. Uh, getting to the top end of small forward, we'll go, jump back over to DraftKings. Uh, LeBron James, 10,900. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 9,300. So LeBron James, 10,9. That's going to be a big uh, discussion point. I guess he's 10,4 still over on FanDuel. So good job, FanDuel. Well done. Yeah, always pricing everybody up the way that you should. That's great. Uh, 10,900. Difficult Utah matchup. Uh, that was sarcasm, by the way, Rinpak. Uh, but difficult matchup at 10,9 there. Uh, but again, LeBron James, Sands, Anthony Davis, they got to start winning some ball games. Uh, not that seeding really matters for a LeBron James and Anthony Davis duo. Health is definitely the priority, but you don't want to let it get too, you don't want to let it get too far away from you here. Uh, Utah is running away with the one seed uh, as of the given moment. Uh, they're going to continue separating the gap and can really establish themselves tomorrow. So uh, keep an eye out on that. Jimmy Butler, 9,300, who all he does is just like put up big fantasy numbers. Only played 29 minutes. They were blown out OKC there for a hot second. They didn't really need him to do much. Um, But all of his rates are ridiculous. He just hasn't necessarily the last two uh, been in the 50s like you need him to at that 9,300 tag. And then Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both sitting there, 9,200, 8,400. And then I got a loop in Brandon Ingram up against Detroit. Uh, I love that man. I want to have a lot of him talk to me about small forward over there at Fando, I'm, I'm I really like LeBron and Brandon Ingram's price tag quite a bit Jimmy Butler in the nines always is something I'm hesitant about he's great he's obviously um someone uh and definitely pay off that price tag I'm kind of hesitant at 92 I, I like saving the 1200 to go to Brandon Ingram or spending up to find it for LeBron uh if his ownership is uh comes in less than five percent I'll definitely be willing to go over the field in that situation uh, Jalen Brown, 8,400 versus Atlanta. I think uh, we should definitely consider that as an option just because it's him and Tatum. Kemba's slowly picking things up over there. So 
8400 is an all right price tag, but I do still prefer Brandon Ingram to him. I think Gordon Hayward, if he's playing, keep in mind, he did leave the game with a right-hand bruise, I believe, which was really unfortunate. He was playing amazing until and the game was kind of kind of close before he got hurt. He only put up 36.5 fantasy points because he got hurt, at, I want to say, right as the fourth quarter started or yep. as the third quarter ended. So $7,100. I know Phoenix is a tough matchup, but we can consider Gordon Hayward uh, definitely. And Malik Beasley, 6500 to definitely be considered versus the Chicago team. Other options um, over there in Fando, paying down is a bit tough. I think Justin Holiday still getting all the minutes um, in the world right now, playing sometimes north of 40 minutes at times. If uh, he did that against Chicago, I believe maybe that game did go to overtime, but played 37 against Minnesota. And uh, other options, uh, spending down is tough tomorrow on Fando. Uh, it seems like a pay-up day on small court. It's kind of rare, but – so there's going to be some cheaper uh, small forwarders, uh, small forwards that are good. Danilo Gallinari is someone who started the second half, and if he's going to play high twenties minutes at that price tag, I think we need to consider him. He's putting up a dud of a performance today against Cleveland, so maybe against Boston he'd be able to turn it up a little bit. I think uh, that's about it on Fanduel over there in DraftKings. LeBron is obviously a great spend up option. Ten nine, Jason Tatum ninety two hundred. I prefer Tatum to Butler. Uh, Butler's priced at 9300 as well. Brennan Ingram, 8100 Very solid price tag versus a Detroit team that will be on a back-to-back. I think on the other side of things, I think uh, Jeremy Grant is fine option versus New Orleans. And Gordon Hayward, uh, 6900 uh, I think definitely a nice price tag for uh, Gordon Hayward as well. Spend down options in the small forward spot. We've talked about Lonnie. Uh, going to be someone I think is going to be very, very chalky tomorrow. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what that ownership threshold comes in for Lonnie Walker, where you start to shy away a little bit. I mean, it's a shorthanded Spurs team. It's going to be tough for me to be under the field whatsoever on Lonnie Walker. I'm going to be willing to get way over him, on him. How do you feel about this whole Lonnie Walker situation? Is there an ownership bar for you where you're going to shy away, especially on small forward on DK? Fortunately, we have this thing called the Boom Bus Tool that exists over at Osmo, and it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to be able to go over there and kind of see what the leverage score is going to be on him. I would say Lonnie Walker, if he got above 65%, like if we were talking to Marcus Cousins' range on certain things, I would find a way to pivot elsewhere, mainly because like Cousins could get the double-double upside, and that was kind of like part of what was so tough to get away from him at 3,700 or 4,700 or some of those big chalk days. Like Lonnie Walker is not as clear of a path. Um, like maybe 50-50, I would maybe like be at the field. But um, what are you thinking? Uh, it, it's I, I think I'd be still willing to get over the 65% on Lonnie Walker tomorrow. I know it's a nine-game slate. Maybe there's other value that opens up. I just like targeting shorthanded teams. Uh, I know Alani Walker's disappointed many people in the past, but there's there's a lot of talent in this kid. I think uh, it's going to be time for him to show out, hopefully. So yeah, I hope so too. I, I really like watching him. There were a couple of games last year where I got him at like point two percent owned and would go for forty uh, in games where he would randomly start. Uh, again, it's almost like lead swap is something you should be doing all the time. Uh, just letting that be known. Uh, nine gamers, go ahead, Rinpact. Yeah, for me, it's like late swap is everything. It's partially because I'm the only successful player in DFS. uh, NBA DFS is because of late swap. That's not the only reason. Stop. I think it's it's one of the reasons, the key reasons. If there wasn't late swap, I think it'd be really uh, 
much more difficult to be a consistent it's being profitable over a long period of time without late swap. No, you you were one of the first guys when we met in internet chat rooms many many moons ago, hanging out. Uh, we were we were always talking about it, and it's nice to see other people uh, start to pick up on the trends with things. James Johnson was a guy who would never have sniffed thirteen percent like he did uh, today when he was announced in the starting lineup after lock, only half an hour before the game. So people are starting to figure out some things, but they haven't figured out all. Like you absolutely still have an edge by doing it. So uh, so stay next to your computer when you play NBA DFS. Is that safe to say? That is 100%. And you should uh, follow the at Osman NBA account because uh, we got a news guy who is uh, dishing out all the news throughout the whole night, uh, really giving you a big news edge on your DFS day. Love it. Agreed. Agreed. Let's get over to Power Four. We'll go over to FanDuel. 9,900 Demonis Sabanis. That's a big number, but uh, I don't know if you saw his line against Minnesota. I did because I watched that game. I hate the Timberwolves. They make me so sad. 45. Uh, that OT was not helpful either. It's been a while since they played, all the way since February 17th. Uh, were they matched up against the Spurs? Is that why? Demonis Sabanis. I, I don't know. There's a... The Spurs haven't played in so long because first the team had a COVID outbreak. Right. Second, um, Texas went under um, health. I'm oh, no, sorry, weather advisory lockdowns. So that's why they haven't played in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing not... the Pacers were probably doing a Texas swing, if I had to guess. Yeah, more they than were, they were supposed to play the Spurs um, last night. So. Okay, got it. Perfect. So 9,900 to Monta Sabonis. Everybody's going to see that box score. You should probably play him. He's very good at basketball. Uh, Anthony Davis is out. Jason Tatum, 9,400. We've talked about him a little bit. Bam Adebayo, 8,900. Somebody that on FanDuel uh, always garners a lot of ownership. A lot easier to slot him over at power forward there where he's playing 36 plus minutes than it is to like give him one of your center spots over on DK. However, the price has been better of late to, to get to him. And then Zion Williamson, 8,500. This guy is just ripping off box scores uh he's been very very good i love the 39 minutes against boston we're just seeing those minutes trend up we're seeing that scoring and usage trend up we're seeing zion williams top shot just trend up so uh gotta go to zion right definitely just got named to the all-star team as a reserve so congrats to zion if he's listening thanks for listening but i highly doubt that so there's 0.0 percent chance if you are go to the bottom bar zion just uh let us know slate starter so we can post that everywhere okay go ahead so zion 8800 versus this detroit front court um sign me up i think zion could definitely smash he's not smashing any team he's playing some exceptional basketball in his career. Very, like, obviously going to be always playing with a solid um, field goal percentage because of his game. But slowly and surely, there are some games where he's picking up a couple blocks, a couple steals, something that he shows great flashes at Duke, um, something that I'm excited to see develop in his game. Sooner or later, I think Zion will be a five-figure price tag type of player. Maybe at the end of this season, hopefully. I'll be Hopefully we can ride that wave. Uh, Sabonis versus Golden State, definitely. I think... Uh, we should definitely be excited for that. Uh, he did play Sabon- uh, He did play Golden State earlier in the year. He didn't have the monster game. It was Miles Turner who had that monster game in the front court. I believe Turner put up north of 60 fantasy points versus Golden State. Uh, uh, Golden State has gotten some of their members of the front court back, but still a pretty weak front court team. I like Sabonis. Uh, Golden State will be on a back-to-back. So I think we can definitely target Sabonis. Other guys to consider on DK. Siakam versus Miami. Uh, Siakam is... I. I I think some guy, one of those guys, if Lowry's out, I think we well, need and to OG's going to sit. 
OG is going to definitely sit on the second half of a back-to-back. They just did that last time. He just got back. So OG will be out too. So I love Siakam. Let it be known. Continue. Yeah, I think that price tag is definitely pretty solid. Gordon Hayward has power forward eligibility as well. So that's something pretty interesting. John Collins hasn't had a massive upside game in like, I want to say the last seven or eight games, but he has it in his bag. It's with the injuries there. I I thought he could be performing a little bit better at 6,600. Maybe they're kind of being cautious with his minutes because I know they've been actively saying he's on the trading block. Barely plays north of 30 minutes. He hasn't played north of 30 minutes. We'll see if he gets there today. But in the previous four games, he has not played north of 30 minutes. Kind of disappointing. I would like to see Collins to get out of Atlanta so he can really unleash his potential. Uh, Kuzma versus Utah, 6,700. Oh, my God. That is an ugly price tag for Kyle Kuzma. But when you're playing north of 30, mid-30 minutes, I think you have to be considered and play just because of your minutes and your shot volume. Um, he did take how many shots he took against this Washington team. He took 16 and five of 16 from the field. Oh man, that's pretty bad efficient shooting from Kyle Kuzma, but I wouldn't expect anything else out of him. <laughs> I think over there in FanDuel, the bonus, the bonus, Bam out of bio, Zion, Tatum, all the payup options over there. Uh, I think Zion comes in overall in price and matchup put together 8,500, probably my favorite. I like Sabonis's matchup as well. Collins at 6,800. It's going to be tough for me to go there. I think we can definitely. I just got an alert that he has a concussion and he's not returning to the game tonight. Okay. Well, don't play uh, John Collins. That will open up some (laughs) front court minutes for potentially Gallinari starting at the four. Bruno Um, Fernando season? I don't don't know about Bruno Fernando, but if he starts, I think we can definitely consider him. Uh, for sure. I, I, would, I would be shocked if they were going to start him. Uh, I'm not I sure. That's, that's I be I, I'm just saying point. that that was the first guy that came to my mind. Uh, evaluated mm-hmm. for a concussion and won't return to Tuesday's game. That's the official blurb. And other, uh, I think, Lamarcus Aldridge might come back tomorrow. So if he's going to get usage on this team, uh, but it was a lower body injury, I do think his minutes will be limited if he does play. So be tough for me to go there, even with the depleted team. But his price tag is pretty nice, fifty six hundred. Uh, if there's no minutes limit, I'll be interested in Lamarcus Aldridge on Fanduel. Power forward is so gross under like forty five hundred. It is not even funny. Like there's there's not even like remotely one thing that I can even see down here that I would be interested in playing. Do you see anything under forty five hundred? I'll give you like a second. Uh, on FanDuel, I think... Uh, on DraftKings, can... DraftKings. Draft FanDuel, there's King. a couple randos, but nothing like super notable. I mean, uh, Patrick Williams is 4800 because I think his price tag has been permanently put there, I guess. Uh, the only guy who I have interest in is Trey Lyles if there's no LaMarcus Aldridge, $3,200. I think that's the only guy that sticks out to me right now. It, uh, value right now is not that pretty. Uh, I know uh, you'll be excited to play PJ Tucker, right? Versus Cleveland, thirty-eight hundred. No. no, no, I'm. I was never. I had never. Would never. So let's go to center and let's round this puppy out for you guys. Uh, sitting on the top end, Demonis Sabonis is ten thousand five hundred on on DraftKings. Just letting that be known. That's a big number. Carl uh, Anthony Towns ninety seven hundred up against the Chicago Bulls front court, which I love to go after. Uh, Wendell Carter, though, I, I'm not even. I'm not going to even like skip, uh, or I'm just going to skip everybody else and just go directly to him. He was kind of my dude the other night. He was my highest owned center on both sites. Uh, absolutely love the spot for him against that just undersized, under my, uh, under everything um, kind of situation that we had 
uh, for for Houston. So I I love going to him again. Uh, obviously, you're seeing a situation where like that young can get involved in a little bit of that. But like 5800 over on DraftKings, and then on FanDuel, I think it was even cheaper 5400. Like they didn't even touch his tag uh, and had just an absolute ceiling spot. Now going up against Cad, who I'm not that scared of. 47.1 on FanDuel in just 28 minutes. What's your Wendell Carter interest? And then talk about everybody above him. Um, so, obviously, Wendell Carter going up, I'm uh, going to have the defensive matchup of Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Towns is not a good defender, but he's going to have to exert a lot more energy guarding Cat instead of P.J. Tucker. Uh, I will, If his ownership is somewhat... Chalky, but that price tag is... Uh, he will be probably the chalkiest center on the entire slate tomorrow, if I had to guess, based mm-hmm. on last game. That's based on last game. Yeah, yeah, Jared um, Allen and him are going to be like hand-in-hand. Hand. The opportunity to cost at center tomorrow is just Carl Towns, who can put up 60. That's about it. Uh, so I like I like Carter Jr. quite a bit, then, at $5,400, especially on FanDuel. Um, it seems like he saw a solid option, I think. Uh, Jared Allen should definitely be considered uh, versus Houston, 7,600. Uh, obviously has the free reign to do everything right now. Keep in mind with the New Orleans situation, uh, $4,800 Hernan Gomez is okay. He did not finish the game, I don't believe. I think Nicole Melli came in when the New Orleans team went and on Steven a Steven Adams is run. probable. I want to let you know okay. that too. So he'll, he'll Steven play. Steven Adams is probable. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. Then I think uh, – I think Carter Jr., yeah, your guy, Carter Jr., definitely is uh It's be so sad, though, because I finally got the game. I capitalized on it a little bit, and it didn't get close to winning anything. But, like, God, I just don't want to have to, like, play him at super, super chalk against Cat. But you got to do what you got to do. I, I do love Cat on the other side of things, though. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I love Cat on the other side. Uh, I think he's putting up a pretty good game right now. I think he's up to 30 fantasy points in 17 minutes of play or something like that. So... Uh, Carl Towns on the other side of things, and it's a back-to-back. He has to carry this team to some wins. This team is the worst t- uh, record in the league right now. Pretty embarrassing with a team that has spent a ton of money and guys like Malik Beasley has a first-round pick in Anthony Edwards. Uh, DeAndre Russell has been hurt, um, but this team should not be the is not the worst team in the league. They they should have a much better record than that. Agreed. Yeah, looking around the rest of it, obviously you can play Robert Williams, Tristan Thompson, any of those guys uh, could spike. We saw James Wiseman and Kevon Looney come back. Uh, Kevon Looney, I'm assuming, is still going to be, is he at the min? He's 3,900 over on FanDuel. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't really be looking at playing him over on FanDuel anyway, Uh, but Looney is still 3K over on DraftKings, so we'll see how many minutes he ends up getting tonight. 3K is is a big difference between even like 3,800, so having those guys on the floor and on DraftKings always makes it, uh, just look at today. I mean, you had these guys 3,200 and down between Saban Lee, between James Johnson, between all these other dudes that just are, uh, Korkmaz is 3,100. That's just so invaluable to your lineup. Then you can jam in Kyrie and Harden who are going absolutely apeshit right now. So anybody else you want to talk about with center and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, uh, I think center is a... Tomorrow, not so much. So center is the opposite of loaded. And I, I had mentioned Miles Turner earlier in the show. I think going to Miles Turner is someone we can definitely consider. Love it. Uh, that is going to be it for us today, I believe. Uh, Tiger, hope you're doing well. Just letting it be known. Repping Nike for the guy. Holy crap. What a what a whirlwind day. I'm not very dramatic about uh, athletes or anything, but Tiger's kind of my boy. So uh, you close us out today, my dude. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, today. 
Hope you guys had a great uh, Tuesday uh, night of DFS. So hopefully we're starting your day off right on Wednesday. Um, thank you so much and, and good luck, everybody. You're holding the mic from now on. Uh, it's just it's just part of who you are now. You're, you have like a little extra salt in it, too. You're like you're a little peppery when when you're holding the mic, don't you think? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, we're leaving. See you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Uh, see you on Thursday. Excuse me. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. Good times. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.